welcome back to Minds of Metal. My name is Daria. And I'm Laz, and we're a husband and wife team, both pro musicians, talking all things heavy metal. And today we're bringing you an album review of a brand new album by Periphery called Periphery 5, Gent is Not a Genre. That's right, yeah, this is the vinyl holding it in front of me now. This is um, Periphery's much-anticipated fifth album, or fifth album in their series of Periphery 1, 2, 3, 4. They've got some others as well. Um, and this has been a very exciting one because fans and or metal critics alike have been waiting for this one for a while. And on March 10th, it dropped, and here are our thoughts on it. So what we're going to do is we're not going to break this down track by track because I think some of the tracks are pretty long. There's a lot to digest and dissect in each of them. And we thought it would be best if we just talk, took some general themes and aspects of the album that we both identified in our listen throughs and sort of got stuck into them. So the first one of that that we both sort of identified is how accessible and how poppy it can be at times. Do you want to kick it off? Yeah. So, um, by accessibility, uh, I personally straight away think good choruses, some very catchy choruses in this album, like in Wildfire, Zagreus. And actually, I quite enjoyed Dracul Grass chorus as well. I thought that was not a bad chorus at all. Also, uh, a big thing to address here is how poppy the melodies are. Yeah, and the voice with which he sings the melodies. Absolutely. Because he really has that kind of... I mean, you look at the song like Silhouette. Mm -hmm. Now, and I said to you yesterday, yeah. you keep everything the same yep. and you take out um, sort of Spencer's voice and you put in someone like Lewis Capaldi or Ed Sheeran. Yep. And that's going to be a number one track. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. yeah. And obviously like strip the heaviness and stuff. And that can be a poor ballad, you know, yeah. silhouette. And uh, also stuff like Atropos, I thought. You know, that song has a really lovely melody actually in the verse. And if you just tune away the, from the heaviness, you're like, hmm. That's and you strip angry. it down to its bones with just yeah. the vocals and the chords. And again, yeah. as you said, change the, the guitar sound and you've got a pop song there. Um, another thing is that I really quite like their reliance and addition um, of electronic sounding stuff in this yeah. album. They really pushed with it. They really went very hard on having electronic sounds, electronic moments. I mean, the whole of Silhouette was done not using any instruments. It was all programmed on the, on the computer. Um, and I think you can hear that. It's a very modern. Yeah, it's a very well-produced album. It's a very yeah. well-produced album. It's polished. It sounds really good. Everything is perfect and exactly where it should be. So in terms of the accessibility, is there any band that you would liken them to at the moment? At the moment? Well, yeah. No, not really. What do you have in mind? Well, I'm thinking that with the overuse, well, overuse, with the, with the quite generous use of electronic and produced material, with the quite poppy sound we're getting in sections of the songs, I'm thinking that they're kind of going in this sleep token direction of quite easily and characteristically merging pop and yeah. metal for periphery and indie pop and metal for sleep token. Now, I have to, this comes, take, take my comment with a pinch of salt because periphery are much heavier. Yeah. A lot of their songs and the music in the songs have a lot heavier heaviness to it. Odd time signatures, like their normal progressiveness, complex riffs, all that stuff. But in terms of what we're talking about, the popness, the accessibility, yeah. I like that they're kind of going a bit electronic and they're following, well, are they following Sleep Token or are Sleep Token and Periphery both doing the same thing? Think of that how you will, but I like yeah. that both of these bands are really pushing these kind of pop and indie melodies and vocal tones with their music. 
The next thing we want to look at is complexity and how actually complicated the music is and how technical it is. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, you said about Sleep Token, you know, you kind of compared them both. For me personally, Periphery are on another level of complexity. Yeah, the, the comparison to Sleep Token I meant in terms of the poppiness, yeah. the accessibility, the indie voice sung over the heavy mm -hmm. music. But yeah, let's go into the complexity and the intricacies because... Periphery are a band, and you know, just from personal experience, I, I only got in, well, you don't, you, I wouldn't call you a massive fan of them, would you? No. I'm a fan, I wouldn't say massive fan, but this, the last two weeks I've spent listening to all of their music in preparation for this album. And what I always hear is the complexity and the intricacies of their music. Now, whether this be odd time signatures, um, you know, displaced notes and all that stuff, yeah. polyrhythms being played between instruments, or simply how hard a riff is to play. They are a very, very technical band, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they are. And you know what I was thinking about when I was listening to one of the tracks, one that's like 12 minutes long or something, I was just thinking, imagine how many recording tracks there are in the project, you know, when they record. Yeah. It must be something absolutely just mind-blowing. And I do respect that, and I respect the musicianship there, and I respect the amount of skill there, because that you can't deny that. Mm. But personally, to me, just a little bit too complex. I was having trouble following the music sometimes. I was I felt lost at times mm. because of how complicated it is. Well, it's a, it, it is a tough listen. It's it's a hard album to listen to because the songs, the length, sometimes they're so long, especially those last two songs, mm -hmm. that you're kind of ebbing and flowing between some accessible, easy to listen to sections that then completely degrade into heavy chaos, which just yeah. filled with heavy riffs and breakdowns, which then go into an odd time signature section where you can't yeah. headbang, you can't feel where the one is. Um, and because of this, like I said, it is a hard listen. So... Each song has moments that I really like and moments that I dislike as well. Each song, there's not one song which I would have said that's a perfect song. Uh, Zagreus probably gets closest for me. Yeah. Um, and maybe that is actually the exception because I really like Zagreus. But the other songs, so much stuff in there, so much technicality, so many riffs, so many unusual chord progressions, so many moments that you don't expect. Actually, some of them, when these new moments hit you, I go, yes, I really like that. And other, other times I just go, do you know what? Not for me, that one. Um, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because that they're, they're a band that have a very unique and established set of fans. And this is part of what makes Periphery so special, is that they might put a chorus that, like I said, if Ed Sheeran was singing this chorus, it would be a number one track on the charts. But then they follow that with a rhythmic instrumental section, actually, might not be yeah. very accessible to most listeners. And that is periphery. That's what they're all about. They're about changing things, shaking things up, not making things conventional and really pushing the boundaries in terms of this gent heavy metal. So following on from talking about the complexities of their music, I think it'd be good actually to go into the songwriting aspect of it because with all of our opinions, I think your opinion is much harsher than mine, but ultimately we still yeah. share it. It's very complex music and it's yeah. not easy to listen to. But that is, on the other side of things, that is a huge achievement for the band because I think the talent and skill it takes to write those last two songs, just on their own, forget the rest of the album, but those last two songs is incredibly well written. Um, another thing they do is they're often very 
picky with the chords they use. If you were to strip out again, as you said, the, the tones and the, the what makes it heavy, you would be left with jazz chords. Yeah. I'm 99% sure of that. And I think with the conventional chord progressions and harmonic movement, if they had gone for the simple chord progressions that we're used to hearing in heavy metal or in Western music, then the music would be pretty boring. I think yeah. it would be very boring. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would appeal to a lot of people. But the fact that they always go with the unusual chord change, with the weird progression that doesn't entirely make sense until you listen to it over and over, I think that's what makes the songwriting on this really special. A good example is the Wildfire Chorus. Yeah, and I think, uh, for me personally, songwriting on this album goes hand in hand with complexity, because it's complex songwriting, you yeah. know. And uh, like you said, there's a jazz solo. You know, there's a beautiful string section or like 80s vibe key section, you know, that makes you feel like you're in Stranger Things mm. or something. Don't and forget the key change in silhouette, very 80s. Exactly. <laughs> right. So it's like there is this variety of things and hats off to them for that, for sure. Songwriting, just top notch. It's very artistic, yeah. very creative, you know. And, and a thing, another thing I've noticed is the amount of sort of one or two minute endings they have on the songs that are, that it's like classical music. They've sat there and they've composed that ending. Now, whether it is very uh, electronic or whether it is actually classical instruments, I don't think it matters because all you're doing, all you're doing there is messing about with the sound. In the end, you still have to write the melody, the music, how it works with the other instruments. But now let's focus on periphery as what we know them to be, which at their roots and at the core is heavy metal. Um, and I think some of the metal music on display in this album is phenomenal. There are so many fantastic riffs. Again, we're gonna we're gonna take complexity out of it for this for this section. We're just gonna talk about how they did their thing in the terms of heavy metal and how well they've done it. And I think it's been fantastic. I think the riff writing is phenomenal. Um, again, we'll leave chords out of it. We mentioned that before. Um, but with heavy metal music to this extent, when it's this technical, when it's this complex, something that needs to be there 100% of the time and the album will fail if it's not there is technical perfection when it comes to yeah. playing the instruments. And I've heard a note out of place. And with music that's technical, that's hard. You know, we, yeah. we've both recorded professionally in studios and to, to nail something to an extent of even a pop or a standard rock song is hard, let alone <laughs> music this intricate and technical. And the execution of their performances, I think, is phenomenal. I really, on the metal side of things, I really, really enjoyed the drumming on this album. Yeah, yeah. I Matt, that Matt was Halpern. amazing. So much energy. And you don't, you know, you don't always think about the drums, do you, when you listen? But it really stood out for me yeah. in this album. Something I thought was quite interesting as well. So I watched the, the on the same day, March 10th, they released the documentary of the making of this album, which is called Everything Is Fine. And I watched it yesterday and it was really, really good because it's just great to see how they interact as friends and as bandmates and colleagues as well, you know, professionally. They sort of, I think they go to someone's house for 10 days and they just spend it writing. And when the gut, when two guitarists are sort of working on their parts, then Spencer and the other guitarists will go and they'll just play Elden Ring on the PlayStation. And it's really cool to see kind of the vibe and the atmosphere they had. But something I noticed and apparently was different from their previous albums is that Spencer, the singer, joined them for the recording and the writing process of this album. Whereas normally, I think with the previous few albums, the guitarists would have done the work and then sent it to Spencer. 
to do the melodies and to do this. But in this occasion, he was here writing it. And just going back to the accessibility and the poppiness of the album in, in places. Yeah. Isn't it funny that on an album where the singer is involved more, we're hearing the music structured more around his voice. His voice starts becoming yeah. the main thing in certain sections and in some of the songs. Whereas in previous Periphery, I feel like it, it didn't matter. I feel every instrument was important as the other one. Whereas in this album, there are certain songs, you know, Atropos, Silhouette, yeah. um, where Spencer's voice is the most important part and the vocals are leading the song, which I thought was quite interesting. Yeah, and as a singer, I completely understand that. And I think... Um, as you said, they definitely structured it around him, you know, and uh, I, I think that's great. It's it a different sounds approach. Good. Yeah. It sounds really good like that. And uh, I just, I really enjoyed the energy as well. Stuff like everything is fine. Yeah. I actually didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I was so thrown off by it's this heavy. amount of yeah. heaviness. Yeah, that was, that was quite something. So yeah. that was some cool, cool metal energy there. So moving on to the reaction and the feedback, um, I've had a little look, I've been on the periphery subreddit, I've been on their uh, social media pages and just seen engaging the general reaction to this album. And it's been kind of mixed. But what I will say is when I say mixed, I don't mean there are people who say, oh, this is awful. And people who say, I love this. It's people who are saying it's not their best work and people who are saying, I love this. So and I think that's the loyalty you'll get with a Periphery fan because they know what they're capable of. They know technically, even if a song isn't hitting the mark fully, the effort, the enthusiasm, the want to make a song perfect is still there. So here are our final thoughts about the album. Dash, I'm let you kick it off. So why don't you be honest and tell us what your thoughts are on Periphery 5. Okay. Okay, you guys, I found it incredibly complex and for me personally, not in the most enjoyable way. Uh, I found it hard to follow the music sometimes. I was lost in it sometimes. However, I loved vocal performance. I loved the melodies and I loved the choruses in some songs like Wildfire and Zagreus. I think they're absolutely brilliant. So, uh, and all in all, as a musician, I can definitely appreciate the level of musicianship that we mentioned already. And I can appreciate how well it's mixed and produced and just written. Um, so yeah, but it's not my cup of tea and I don't think I'll be returning to this album anytime soon. Yeah, and I, I think I, I echo those sentiments to an extent, but it's, it's interesting because I've never, very rarely do I watch the bands doing oh, a making of this album. Mm. I just don't often watch them. Yeah, I listened to this album. I had the same thoughts as you to an extent. I think I enjoyed it more and I was able to sort of, not understand it more, but, but feel follow it more, it, follow it, it and feel it yeah. more than you. But even so, I wouldn't say, I, I didn't come away thinking, oh, this is a great album, it's perfect. Yet I still went and checked out the documentary. Yeah. Which is what I wouldn't have done before. So I think this to me is a testament to the fact that I hugely appreciate what Periphery are doing as a bunch of five guys doing all the music themselves, you know, DIY recording, um, pushing the boundaries. You know, I'm really impressed by yeah. this. And so I do come away thinking, you know, it's not their best work. I think I preferred Periphery 3. And there's another one, uh, it's called juggernaut omega or i think it is and i really enjoyed that one so this is by far my favorite periphery album but again mm. i can still come here and appreciate what they're delivering to us um to summarize i think 
we have to celebrate periphery merging all these characteristics into their yeah. music the complexity the progressiveness the interludes and the electronic ambient segues the poppy melodies and the choruses it may not be fully to my taste and not at all to yours but we should celebrate bands creating music this unique and always pushing boundaries and the number one thing is giving the fans what they want. And I think Periphery fans in general are very happy with this album and with this release. Thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you for watching. Please don't forget to give this video a like, a share and subscribe to our channel for new videos. And don't forget that if you don't have time to sit and watch the videos, then we have a dedicated podcast where we take the audio from these videos and upload them there. You can find it on Apple, Spotify and all your other podcast platforms. Thank you for joining us and have a metal day. Have a lovely day. We'll see you very soon.